Hello, 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 humans of planet Earth. Welcome back, welcome back to another installment of the Dope Not Hot Show. To you first time listeners, I am your dopeness and I be your host, your curator, your guide, your conductor for the next 60 minutes here on the Dope Not Hot Show. Well, the set, if you're looking for the top 40, you know where to go, but if you're looking for some unheard sounds, you know where you're at. Hit the Dope Not Hot Show. We do got the 10 signs of dopeness about to be coming in on this episode. As always, we jump all over the place. We try to keep you on your feet. And we're always trying to expose you to something we hope you haven't heard or, or should be coming to your radar and past your radar. We do also have our first talk segment of uh, this the year. It's actually kind of concluding through the year. I know, I know, I know. But anyways, we do have ECG, the artist. I did get a chance to sit down and talk to him. We did talk about his latest album, Skylines, and we also talked about just how we go about creativity and some advice to share with other people, and hopefully you can pick up something from there and gain something out of it. Once again, I want to thank ECG for taking the time to sit down. If you're listening in on this, thank you one more time for sitting down on all of this. Big shout out to Styles and Dress podcast. They also had me out there and it was a good time. Good talking on that. You can also catch that part of what we got to talk to each other on that. Anyways, humans of planet Earth, I won't take much time anymore. We are going to start jumping into 10 signs of dopeness here at the Dope Not Hype Show. Right there, that was Gangsta Boogie coming from Dark Mastermind. Uh, this was done back in 2016, done under the LaRouche Records back in, I think it was her first released in 2016. Once again, the name of the track was Gangsta Boogie from Dark Mastermind, that comes all the way from France. Next incoming track is Summer Nights at Maverick Soul. This was also released back in 2016 as well.
once again, that was Summer Nights for Maverick Soul. Next incoming track is a man that I've been play, paying attention to for a really, really long time. I'm glad we got a chance to get this one in. Comes from this dope ass producer from the UK, goes by the name Handbook. Uh, anybody who knows their producer game definitely knows about Handbook. Name of the track is Melon, and this was taken out of the Chill Hop Essentials compilation. Uh, released back in Again, name of that track right there was Melon by Handbook. Dope tune, dope tune. Next incoming track, probably my favorite one out of the whole entire selection of this episode. Uh, done by Playhouse. Name of the track is Los Negros, and I believe they released this one under the El Chanelio record label back in 2013, I believe. Anyways, we're gonna keep the music rolling, man. This shit is dope. This was close to classic. Oh my god, anyways, I'm gonna shut the fuck up, guys. Let's keep this music going. Put that beat on repeat, on repeat, on repeat. Oh, Quentin just on endless loop. It's so, so dope, so dope, so dope. Next incoming track 
is an Atlas edit. Name of the track is So Long. incoming track you know with halloween coming around just around the corner we had to make sure we get thrill up in here and on all of halloween and next incoming track this is also in another rework edit color the remix this was done by louis laroche this is a little dub mix of michael jackson thriller released back in 2017 this also comes from the uk Michael Jackson.
the stenches in the air, the funk of 40,000 years, and grisly ghouls from every tomb are closing in to seal your doom. And though you fight to stay alive, your body starts to shiver, for no mere mortal can resist the evil suffer through this beat but interestingly enough you know you usually have the most simplest beats seem to be the most banging beats and this also is just a beat on loop but it's so dope if you listen to it pretty closely even if you don't listen to it pretty closely you're still gonna be jamming anyways once again the name of the track is too soup when this comes from playing
find it the perfect balance of where if you want to actually groove to this jam, you actually can, and I can see people just still bopping their heads, head blocking in the back. Dope, 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 dope stuff. Next incoming track comes from D-Funk and Flavors. Flavors is another person who did play one of his tracks in a previous episode. Dope-ass producer, turntablers. I don't know, call him Weight Master as well. But dope, dope, dope stuff coming on here. This is a take you out. But they did have a little remix context. So this what we're about to actually play for you was a selection from one of the contestants or finalists, I should say. Uh, who did their own little remix to it. And D-Funk and Flavors, I guess, they ended up choosing this to be one of the remixes they're going to put out there. Anyways, this is Take You Out, and this is a Not Found remix. song finishing up right there comes from actually flavors himself name of the track is sunshine i mainly took that one so i could just showcase once again how dope over producer this dude is because the whole balance of that he went from glitch hop soul drum and bass reggae hip-hop r&b and it all blended so well to just keep you jamming through it like you'd even you realize it, but it even interrupted the whole flow, and it's just, it's crazy just that how he figured out the whole pattern of stacking it all up together to produce something that amazing. 
Once again, name of the track is Sunshine Comes From Flavors. I really urge you to go and check it out. Once again, folks, you know, go down to the description. You'll find every, every every information you need to know about everything that's been played on here. And you can also go down and track this artist. We really, really do strongly advocate and we always say go listen to these tracks by themselves. Eh? We do cut them short. We definitely do cut them short. And you will find out even much more doper parts in these songs because you didn't hear the whole track. Once again, folks, thank you for tuning in. We are going to wrap it up right now on the 10 Sons of Dopeness. We're going to start jumping into talk segment with ECG, the artist. He was actually our first double feature. We played two of your songs back to back on one of our earlier episodes. Because that shit was fine. Yes. Thank you. Got awesome feedback on that. So it's <laughs> awesome to have you here. I'm going to let right. you introduce yourself to the people real quick and tell them... What's up with you? What's going on with you? Not much. What to do, as uh, my man Lee introduced me, I am the one and only E. Um, I go by ECG. Um, I am an artist. I'd like to say I'm homegrown from uh, Minnesota, but was born on the East Coast. Came over to Minnesota, and now I'm out here in L.A. Um, audio engineer, artist, uh, club promoter, web designer. Uh, man, now, it's busy. Now, now dabbling in film, so we are just whoa, doing it. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> um, so, so I, definitely, thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to do this right here. Again, man, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Go, 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 go. So, what's was the latest album you worked on? Skylines. Yeah, Skyline Memories. Did you peep it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dig it, dig it, dig it, dig it. Because okay. I was trying um, to see if there was any other thing you came came out recently, but nothing has come to my radar. No, um, I'm actually working on another EP right now. Um, I've got about two, two and a half songs done, okay. but it's not, it's not ready yet. So, All I right. mean, I can show, I can always show beats, but I, I ain't ready to show the project. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> You're right on, um, right on. And yeah, Skyline, like, yeah, Skyline Memories was the, was the latest project. Okay. And how'd you say you guys came up with that on that? Well, it was uh, actually a super dope idea. Um, my man Gifted, um, if anyone kind of knows my discography, um, I did uh, engineer for a group called Trilogy. Um, this was, well, it's got to be like five, five, six years now um, that we have last released a project together. But one of my brothers from that group, uh, his name's Gifted, a.k.a. Jay. That's my homie. Look him up. Um his friend Chase lives out here in L.A. So um, when he came out to visit, we all actually met up together and ended up finding out this, this dude makes beats. He, he's really knowledgeable. He knows stuff and very creative. So we uh, made a one-on-one session, kind of just started bouncing off concepts and ideas. And uh, I've been going through this new kind of mode uh, with my songs instead of like making hooks what i'll do is like put my phone somewhere in the house or somewhere where i know there's going to be high traffic and i just let it record the like whether that be three four hours of just consistent audio and then what i do is take that audio run it back through my uh software and then pick out certain moments in those recordings that i feel justify and or explain the meaning of the song that is going on to a little bit better so so skyline memories uh was kind of all about reminiscing on what the things i used to get into and the people that i met and the people that inspired me to move forward deeper into my career and uh i don't know if uh you heard but i even have the uh situation of you Making that that uh that 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 picture for me, it's actually one of my hooks that I'm just like actually talking about. Like, nah, he was he was just gonna give it to me, and I'm like, nah, man, I can't just have you just give it to me, dog. Like, <laughs> like, like it pops up in there, like, and a lot of it is just it was our session when we were coming together, making the idea of Skyline Memories, but I wanted to record it because I'm like, these are the things that I think would help elevate the EP because it's us going from just bouncing ideas off the wall to, okay, well, now it went from a scratch beat to now it's a full production. 
mastered and all that other stuff. So it was a very uh, creative end for um, my project, but I honestly loved it. I thought it was super dope. It was very time consuming, but the end product was, in my opinion, a masterpiece. And that's what I'm always trying to do is try to elevate my music to be not only more mature, but just also more relatable too. So Yeah, I would have to definitely say... Yeah, you hit your mark on it. You could definitely feel the effort and everything going yeah. into it. Yeah. yeah, it's like, he tried. But also with all your music, though, it's been like that. Like, you can you can tell it's not a game. Like, I mean, at the end of, at the, end of yeah. the day, you're trying to have fun and stuff, but mm-hmm. you can definitely tell, like, you're trying to come correct on most of this, everything you've been putting out. Yeah, man, I try to... Uh, Ever since like I first gotten into music, I've always tried to uh, make my sound like this, uh, I don't know, like a very polished, very theatrical sound, you know what I mean? And, I, and every time I go into a mix, that's what I always try to achieve is how can I make this mix not necessarily, not necessarily better, but more elevated, right. you know what I mean? So anytime, that, anytime someone gives me a two track or I'm making a beat or when I'm just creating and then I'm like listening to all the, all the sounds like at unity and just all the, all the noise is just coming at me. I try to think of, okay, how is this all actually going to set? And, uh, maybe one day, um, we can go into like sessions and stuff that I have, but I even color code oh, yeah. my sessions a certain way, depending on how the beat actually makes me feel. So you'll actually see like kind of different color strokes and things like that. Some of my colors stay the same, like my kicks are always red and things like that, but the elements of the instrumentals a lot of times are different colors, and you'll see it, and it's like, oh, that's why it sounds like that. This is how he's kind of feeling. I think it was Kanye that said when he listens to music, he sees color strokes yep, yep. in his music. You know what I mean? Um, I... I I stand by that quote because a lot of times when you close your eyes and you just listen to an instrumental, a lot of times it just brings out these certain emotions or these certain palettes, uh, especially for me coming as an artist. Um, it just invokes me to write and talk about certain things that happen, whether they be chapters or moments or things like that. So, oh, Interesting, because I have to agree on that very similar as, as a dancer myself when we're breaking it's a lot of feeling. Uh, obviously, when you're feeling the beat, people interpret it differently, but of course. you can go with anything that kind of gives you an idea, whether it's like you seeing a move exploding or you mm-hmm. <laughs> fantasizing about you doing your backflip to your front flip to whatever, however it's going to transition, you know? But <laughs> I understand so it in the sense of now we're talking about notes. <laughs> Yeah, let me let me let me ask you something, man. So when you do uh, choreography and stuff like that for like different songs and things like that, the story that you try to tell when you're using your dance moves does that sometimes always get interpreted a hundred percent every time, or do you find yourself having to explain yourself, or is it something where you just leave it open for people to interpret their own, and then you just kind of say, "Oh, that's interesting. You got that. That's not what I was going for, but cool that you got that." I've always been really interested in. The, because you being, I just feel like dancing is just a different way of illustrating like your creativity, and oh, I've just always been very curious about like how how does that how does that make you feel like going through that motion? <laughs> He's interviewing me now. <laughs> no, I just, had to, I just wanted to know because now I got you. you know yeah, yeah, I, mean? so yeah, I gotta yeah. ask you. I gotta ask the question. <laughs> well, as you know, man, it's it's different by by audience. You know, obviously mm-hmm. with your average person will interpret it their own way and they will ask questions later on to figure out what you were trying to go for. But as you know, people who are in the craft, most of the time, in any craft, they understand what you were kind of going for. They might, they might ask the similar questions, but in a different, but in a different manner. In a different way, yeah. sure. Uh, that's just coming from, like, I used to... Uh, well, when I used to actually get busy, don't don't dance no more. Don't even ask. <laughs> but um, uh, crumping was crumping and clowning was something that was really really big for me. Yeah. So a lot of times, like scene washing, for a minute. yeah, watching a lot of um, different uh, dancers interpret their pain through their moves, and just watching like their different styles, like all power moves, or you got some that 
can kind of just stack it up and then kind of build to the power move or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I was just interested in like your your take on it and like your flip on it, yeah. all that. So thank you for answering. Right. Any any like actual artist inspired skylines? Um, did any artist inspire skylines? Um. For my writing process, not necessarily. Um, I do have like my favorite artists that I like to listen to. Um, I try to. And who I try to more or less. I try to more or less go off of a feeling. Um, my artists that I like to listen to, um, uh, like Childish Gambino, uh, Common, uh, Belly. A lot of like some trap, some like ASAP Ferg, uh, some trap, some R and B, some more like uh, um, what, what, what do they call it? Uh, woke hip hop, <laughs> you know, if you will, <laughs> lyric, lyric, uh, lyrical hip hop. You know what I mean? Because I, I like to dabble in wordplay, but my uh, the sole part of my inspiration always goes off of a feeling or a tone or um, a certain color if you will. Um, if you look at, I believe my projects starting with mixed messages and on, you'll kind of like notice that each EP kind of has like its own polish, its own like, okay, but these five or these four songs kind of all synchronize together to tell this one story. This is how he felt for that story. He's going to move on. Um, I guess you could say like sometimes with delivery and, and cadence, you can kind of lean on some of the artists that you're listening to. Um, I know like uh, Mick Jenkins for me is another artist that comes into mind for um, another favorite artist, if, if you will. Um, but I like how he raps in a very uh, triplet style. It's not exactly on the beat. It's a little bit slower, but it just rides the pocket just in a different way. Right. And sometimes like, subconsciously you pick up on that and it kind of helps you with your pen because now you're thinking about it in different delivery ways that had you not have opened up your mindset to see it that way, you wouldn't have been able to hit it, you know? Um, so I, I just kind of grab from a little bit of everything, man. A lot of times it's just, I just think of a situation and just me being blessed with the craft of being able to just kind of rap. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just kind of like, okay, cool, because I can rap something and I'll say, okay, the lyrics feel right, the delivery doesn't. Okay, what do I need to do to kind of match this puzzle piece together? Because it's here. Right. What do I got to do to keep sculpting it and keep molding it? Um, and did you start off making beats or lyric-wise? Um, started lyrics only. Okay. So uh, originally I started battle rapping uh, with my god brother. Uh, his name, uh, he goes by Zone. Uh, you can look him up at that boy's zone. Uh, but he's the one who kind of gave me the inspiration to take it further than just rapping in a circle and just kind of dissing each other. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> he was just kind of like, yo, man, your, your punchlines are crazy. Your delivery's crazy. There's something about you that you can take this to that next level. Because um, I always like to tell people it's not hard to rhyme. Rhyming is easy making a song is a whole nother game yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? a lot of a lot of people are like oh well, i can freestyle you can freestyle for days brother yeah and no one's no <laughs> one's gonna take that from you yeah but can you actually construct a song an intro a chorus a verse a breakdown right. can it all actually blend together and sonically make sense that's a lot harder to for a lot of people than yeah. people than, than people think i mean i get work. it you li- you listen to your you you listen to your favorite your your top tens on the radios and uh, whatever streaming and what have you and you think uh, they just turn on a mic and they just go right. <laughs> and it's like nah man it, it it's a lot deeper than that like you know like rock and roll ain't the only ones that you know had to had to take some notes you know what I'm saying yep. and your whole explaining explaining on things like right that like. I usually say, like, good producers are extremely open-minded and, like, you nailed something right there with mm-hmm. you breaking down everything from a... It's so diverse and 
I mean, we can see it, you can definitely see it in your work, but a good producer stays diverse, and I, you got I like to. the yeah, way you're coming from, yeah. where you show respect to each and everything that's kind of been put out there, because you understand the effort that goes behind it, like, as you said, like, you can just hear something on the radio, no matter how pop or how commercial it might sound, like, they still did put effort to make it, you know. Mm-hmm. There's still there's still a certain there's a certain flavor, you know. What I mean, and everybody's kind of got their lane. So, but I think just being in the world of audio engineering, you have to stay, you have to stay open minded for so many things because you never know what you're gonna get when a client walks through the doors, right? So you always got to be able to be prepared to get the client's idea out. In the most creative way possible so my philosophy with a lot of uh my clients that i deal with the first session i'm like you know what make this place home what do we have to do to set this tone um our our setup that we have here is uh it's not like the soundproof studio that like a lot of people like are used to where it's like a isolated room and all this other stuff what we've done is taken problem frequencies and controlled them within a space so that now instead of you having to only be in one space and that's where you record you can use the whole room so if you if you want to sit down sit down if you're like yo man i want to lay on the couch and do it go ahead man we will mic it for you like that (laughs) you know that's you know it's all about trying to get these these takes and these performances captured as organically and as well as possible right. i mean honestly so i take real pride in keeping my mind open and listening to what they say when it comes to like effects and oh well this uh, this song kind of reminds me of this so then i'm instantly youtube or i'm instantly on spotify okay well who's this artist this song this is the song that you're talking about let's grab some type of information or let's grab some type of inspiration from what it is that we're trying to take from that reference track. Um, a lot of people think reference tracks are like uh, like cheating or something like that, but no. it gives you a goal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, We're not trying to make it sound like that. No. But, but this song is inspiring you to move this way for this track, so let's try to see yep. what it is. Um, an example I like to use is... Uh, uh, that Rihanna song with Drake, uh, What's My Name? She did these really dope back vocals in that song where she's just kind of like singing like a lullaby or a melody in the back. And a lot of people don't listen to that. But I'm like, yo, but listen to that second chorus to the third chorus, how she's just keeping that elevation like that and keeping it moving. And everyone's like, oh, man, I wasn't listening for that. I didn't hear that before. And I'm just like... But subconsciously, them, they felt the effect, keep, keep you know? Keep ears open, man, but, but that's that dope, like, that's that dope, that's what you like, that's yeah. what's pushing you through it. Like, the words are one thing, but this is what, this is that melody that's getting stuck in your head, is this right here. You know what I mean? And I just think that type of penmanship is just genius. And yeah, you can say there's a lot of songwriters, a lot of producers in the room uh, when you're dealing with a superstar like Rihanna, but that, that doesn't mean that that's the only way that you can get something like that done. no. Honestly, if you're if you're real with yourself, and you look at your and you look at your project of what can I do for the song, you'll be surprised on what you can do. Oh, but like you know, it's it's funny on that part. Like they might not recognize it, but they definitely felt it. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like, oh, this exactly. song is. Well, and that's what it is. It's it's a feeling. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? It, it's. I don't know, but it's something about this part right here, and I love when we get to those aha moments, even in a studio session where. I don't know what it is about this breakdown right here, but this is my part right here, and it's right. like, <laughs> it's like, it's, it, I like you could it. point, you you could point it out, uh-huh. you could point out, it could be the reverb, it could be the way the delay's hidden, but it's like, some about an emotion when you capture it perfectly, man. It's like, not nah, man, believe it or not, that was all you. I didn't do nothing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's that type of motivation and that encouragement that I think a lot of up and coming artists need, because a lot of people think that they need top-of-the-line gear and top-of-the-line equipment and all this other... They think they need an edge. And it's like, no, you don't really need an edge. You just need to be truly creative and walk into the space being able to not only uh, be open to constructive criticism, but also be open to just trying out things. I can't tell you how many times people want me to throw auto-tune on their voice and they're like, yeah, but I want it to sound like 
future. I want to sound like Travis Scott. And I'm like, you can't expect a Travis Scott or future effect if you're not yourself putting yeah. in that effort. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't just sit here and like be shy on the mic and say, but I want to sound like Travis Scott. And Travis Scott is in there being shy, man. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, no, he's probably, he's probably <laughs> and, in there doing all types of stuff. Man. Yep. <laughs> you know? I mean, my Apple biggest thing on it is you got to come original at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. put something out there, you know, you're, you're presenting your craft or whatever it is. So mm-hmm. <laughs> somebody has already done something. I mean, you can catch your inspiration on something, but mm-hmm. bring something new to the, bring something new to the table. Always, right? always bring something new, right? Because yeah. we all know, like, uh, we can talk about like, uh, like this, like, uh, I guess you could say like the sad girl rap or sad boy rap. And we all know that like we, we, we put Janae Iko so high up that on that pedestal, like, nah, like, she's the queen. We know this. But she birthed so many other artists from just a simple delivery switch mm. and a BPM change. That was like, yeah, on, its, on the outside, on the surface, very cut and dry, very simple. But not everybody can ride that wave. And then when you look into the, all the people that do ride that wave, they all do something different that makes them them in that lane Mm -hmm. i think that's also another huge thing too that and i mean you can get into the business side of it but that's again a whole another conversation that we don't (laughs) talk about that's a whole another conversation but i I just only want to purely talk about the creativity part and i just think we lose sight in that and sometimes we get so caught up in trying to re-emulate something that we forget that no man like half of this craft is creating or if not half, a majority of it is just creating. All the technical stuff, don't worry about it. That's, that's what you pay me for. It. Yeah. I'll get the technical stuff out of the way. <laughs> just be creative. <laughs> you know? What would so. you say is a, a challenging part of when you, whenever you're working, like whether it's an album or making somebody else's music? Or just that my, part of the whole process? My, that's a good question. Uh, challenging, I guess it's... I, got, I have different challenges for each situation my personal challenge when it comes to making my eps is i want to do something or i want to push myself in a way that i hadn't pushed myself yet you know what i mean like i don't want to be i don't want to be the artist that tells the same story on 20 different beats right you know what i mean <laughs> i want to i want to be able to be like hey like again going if you go back to my discography the uh my mixed messages was more about a little bit of like hopeless romantic vibes. Tabs was a little bit more about mental, like mental awareness and making sure that not only you're good, but your people that you claim are your people are good as well. You know what I mean? Like protect yourself and protect your mental and physical. Uh, Skyline memories is more or less about reminiscing. You know what I mean? Like, Hey, this, at this moment, I may not have realized it when I was, in that space at that time, but these are the moments that molded me to get to this moment now. Right. You know, so I'm always trying to tell a different story and try to push myself differently and, okay, well, what can I do to elevate the mix from the last project? And that's kind of where my struggle comes from with a lot of my crafts. And I will sit. And my, if my roommate, if well, one of my roommates comes in, uh, uh, Brett, uh, he's a huge a huge backbone to a lot of what I'm doing, but he can tell you, yo, man, he just sits on stuff. Right? Right. <laughs> I'll, I'll, have a, I'll have a beat, and it's, yo, man, did you write to it? Yeah, I wrote to it. You ready to record it? Nah, not yet. <laughs> what? Why not, man? I don't understand. Like, you're done. And I'm like, nah, but it's not there yet. Oh, <laughs> you know what man. I mean? And it's like, it's like, okay, man, like, you've been sitting on it for the past couple of weeks. But yeah, but once it's ready, it's going to just go and and a lot of my stuff comes from that it's a lot of prep a lot of prep a lot of prep and then when, when it gets recorded it's boom 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 done next when it comes when it comes to uh, clients um i struggle with and i think i already said this before but i'll reiterate again is making sure that i get their idea out of the session by the end of the session um a lot of people explain things differently no no group of people explain things the same no nope. we mm-hmm. all could be trying to get to the same end game but all get there from different paths yeah <laughs> so i always want to make sure that i'm never 
the hindrance of somebody's creativity. And that would be the hardest thing for me when it comes to working with a client. A whole different ball game of problems you got to deal with on your yeah. side. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, because you, you, you switch seats. You switch yeah. the seat from, okay, but I'm just the engineer. Okay, but now I'm the artist. Right on. So now I get a little bit more free range. Um, and you're almost a little bit more personal with right. your own personal stuff because you're just like, nah, but I've been, I've been working on this. Mm-hmm. This is my stuff. You yeah. know? <laughs> with their stuff, it's, okay, how can I get to the finish line within this amount of time? Because I never want someone to feel like they spent four hours plus in the studio and got nowhere. Right. That's a fail. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, that just means you didn't do your job, man. Yeah, they like, no, sessions can't be like that. Yeah, nope, nope, yeah. nope. If they're excited or feeling like they accomplished something, you failed, brother. You might not get that call back, but that's okay. <laughs> that, that just, but then that shows where you need to grow. You yeah. know what I mean? For me, that's, that's what I would take. I wouldn't take it as, like, a loss. I'd take it as a, okay this is something I need to educate myself on a little bit more because I don't know this genre or maybe I need to attack it differently because I've never been put in this situation before. But so far I've been blessed to say that a majority of the clients that go through a winter fall as a company have all been very satisfied and we accommodate very well as well. So, so. And how about networking? You know, a lot of times like, I mean, I've moved all over, and I remember the first time, like, moving to a completely different country. It's like, oh, shit, how the fuck am I going to find friends? But obviously, all of that just ended up happening. Uh, well, but... first of all, you're just a good guy. So <laughs> you're going to get friends naturally, man. If they don't rock with you, that's on them. Ah, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them all. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like, nah, man. Like, if nah. they don't see the vision, that's okay. <laughs> no, but, but in your setting, you know, obviously, it's, it's a little bit... It's a little bit different because obviously this is this is almost part of your career. Obviously, yeah. how would you say you went about like networking for your situation? Uh, I always seek a need, okay. right? Um, you always for me, and I feel like uh, people who've helped me in my years of going down this path is you always try to find where a need is that you know that you can fix. And then from there, build out. Um, Then that way you know that what you're building on is that firm and solid foundation. Any new artists that I come in contact with and they're like, hey man, I heard your mixes, I want you to mix uh, my EP or I want you to mix a record. I always say, yo, 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 before we get into any of that, let's set a date. Let's just hang. Right. We'll talk business later. That business will be there. You know what I mean? <laughs> let's let's get together. Let's get in the studio. Let's try to actually create something first. Because what I would hate to do is make out this whole budgeting plan for, okay, you got X amount of tracks. We need to do mastering. We need to do mixing. We don't have stems, so that means we need to build them from scratch. Do you have the exclusive rights to the beats? Blah, 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 blah. No. And then you pull it to the studio, and you're like, oh, well, I hate it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, my, I, I never, I normally never charge for my first session. Period. That's just a rule that I've always instilled in myself. I always want to make sure the vibe is right before we even talk about business. Because the vibe ain't right, it ain't worth it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's just not. Um, but with that being said, I'm, I also know my prices. Uh, how, Winterfall likes to do business is we leave it in the hands of our artists or our clients, right? We, we give them, we want to give them free range. Hey man, do you like drinking? Are you, do you, do you not? All right, cool. We'll adapt that to you. Hey man, are you a smoker? Are you not? That's cool. Then we'll, we'll adapt it to you. What do you need? to help you feel relaxed, to make this actually feel like a home. And I think that's what makes them come back, is that we make it feel very homey. Right. We, don't, we, don't run it, we don't run it like a corporation. We run it like a true home studio experience that you just get professional grade quality at the end. I mean, I don't think it should be any deeper than that. Why can't you have it be like that? Well, I don't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I mean, like I just said, I just put up my, I just put up one of my floating walls in the back. Just, I mean, for all I know, I don't need it, but it just looks good. You just feel better. You yeah, know right. what I mean? <laughs> like you know, 
It's just it's everybody has a taste. Everybody's got a style. And yeah. If you can accommodate to your artist or your client that way, I think you're you, you have a better relationship. Definitely, so, and it's something almost applies with life as well, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, like when you invite someone out or uh, you want to grab lunch with somebody, you, you do want to lead it, but you want to lead it to an extent. You don't want to make make all the rules, but no. at the same time, you're the one that said, "Yo, do you want to go to lunch?" Exactly, you know exactly. <laughs> or like, so. it's gonna be ultimately my choice where we're yeah. fucking gonna eat. You know, we got him. But <laughs> just please know that I'm gonna pick a place where you can get a little bit of everything. Exactly. So if it's not yeah. for you, then you'll find something on this mug. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? And I hope you can communicate because maybe I'm up to make the deal work that way. You know? <laughs> hey, hey, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, a lot of times, uh, business practices uh, echo in a person's demeanor and how they act just casually. You know what I mean? Um, it's not it's not hard to read a room. You know what 100%. I mean? Um, I, I always bring up uh, the Red Sea uh, venue whenever I talk music, especially being from back home. Everyone's like, well, how do you get started? How do you get shows and do all this? But you got to put, number one, you got to put yourself at a venue. And then when you put yourself at a venue, then you got to be able to read the room and see who's doing what behind the scenes yeah. in that venue. Because there's a reason why this venue is getting shows every other week or every other month and they're selling out. Yeah. There's got, so you got to figure out who's the reason behind that. Right. And then just start from there. Just be a cool guy after that. <laughs> <laughs> you know? like, and just, just let life move. You know, just let, yeah, you know what I mean? Like don't, don't stress, don't stress out. Don't try to force something. If it's, if it's not meant to be, or it's not meant to happen at that time, it just doesn't, it won't happen at that time, but don't, don't get discouraged. No. It'll come back around, especially if you know you left a good first impression. I mean, you were the one who uh, put me on to the networking advice of even if there's a special event or something's going on with that person, reach out. Even if they don't respond back, yep. reach out. Yep. Because you know what? They'll see it. Yeah, if exactly. they don't respond, they'll still see it. Yep. And I'm like, that's a good idea, man. <laughs> you know, I never, <laughs> never, I never thought about that. You know what I mean? Because I'm always thinking of well, I've got this to do, I need to do this, I've got... And it's like, but if you want to make a solid relationship or at least attempt to make a solid relationship with someone, yeah. invest in it. Yeah. Show that show that you see them in some way, shape, or form other than 100%. what you want from them. Yeah. <laughs> but especially gonna, like where it's also like, it's not like what you want for them. It's almost like, yo, what can I do for you? Especially when exactly. you... Especially when you're trying to sell anything, whether it's a service or a product or whatever you're doing, you know, it's like, what can I do for you? And I want to show you that I can do it for you because then mm-hmm. I, you are of value to that person, you know. Mm-hmm. Again, what's their need? Exactly. Like, they, they need something. Yep. <laughs> what is it? Because they didn't need anything, they they probably be at the top. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's <laughs> chilling. No, I'm waiting for no. it. Well. <laughs> ECG, thank you for your time on here. Uh, I know we can find you on ECGTheArtist.com. We can find you on Spotify, Instagram, Twitter. What's your handle on the Instagram and Twitter? So, you said it, ECGTheArtist. At ECGTheArtist on all uh, all platforms, whether that be Spotify, Instagram, Twitter, you will find this fro. And, his face. <laughs> and, and 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 hopefully some dope music um i'm am planning to try to re-update the website i'm still kind of trying to figure out what my niche is going to be on the on the internet platform um i think with covid hitting and yeah. basically changing the way that we consume media and just how we look for media period has changed completely um because of it so i'm trying to find a way to make my uh, website platform a little bit more appealing uh, for those who just kind of want like exclusive content and things like that. But that'll probably be coming down the pipeline a lot later. Um, got my personal life to deal with and <laughs> I've got projects in the works and things like that oh, that no. I just got to attend to first and then I can probably flip back and give that a little bit more attention. But ECG the artist on all handles. You awesome. will find. All right, all right, all right. And our last thing from you is we asked you to pick a song, share something with us on the people. Uh, yeah. Walk us through that and why you chose it. I will. So I picked um, Other Side of the Playground by my homie Brett B. Uh, he's not only my roommate and a close friend and a business partner, but uh, he was a lot of inspiration uh, for 
the path that I'm going on now. And a lot of it is uh, the idea of building a story. So the reason why I picked that song is from the moment that you hit play on that song and you just listen to it. Although it's all instrumental, he's a lo-fi artist, he takes you from point A to point Z and back again. Uh, whether it be the way that he used certain melodies to be familiar sounds to like a doorbell or a dog barking or even a nylon guitar loop in the back. He kind of knows how to push you through this, this experience of sound within a short period of time. And this track was one of the ones for me that kind of made me that fan of you make dope music, period. And this was the one for me. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, okay. Alright, man. Thank you. Thank you for coming through, man. Guys, as always, you. down on the description, you can find every motherfucking shit you need to know about all this shit. <laughs> Once again, man, ECG, dope stuff, dope stuff, dope thank stuff. You, thank you, thank you. And, and if anyone ever uh, has any questions or they want to reach out, not a hard man to get a hold of. Yep. Uh, just feel free to contact me on any one of my uh, on one of my handles, and yep. I'll be sure to reach out to you as fast as possible. No excuses, guys. No excuses. They're down now. Uh, don't tell me I, you don't have the contact. Book. I am an open book, so <laughs> okay. just hit me up if y'all need something. I can. I'll, I will try to. I'll try my best to see what I can do to help you. Awesome. All right. All right. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, humans of planet Earth, we are gonna wrap it up. And here's the last song coming in, Other Side of the Playground by Brett Beat.